Yo, what's up, fam? Hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that bell for notifications. Giddy up. Let's do it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new edition of the Hockey Happy Hour live on A2DRadio.com. I am Matt Sinsuti along with the broken one, Rob Povia. Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. <laughs> oh boy. It's still Halloween. Gosh darn it. No. <laughs> and of course, Mr. Blue Shirt himself, Brad Ryer. And boy, oh boy, tonight we have a fun one for you as the Flyers taking on the Rangers for the first time in the regular season. It will not be the last, of course, So I do believe they do face off with each other four times this year. I, I think they're one of the teams that face each other, the Flyers, four times. Twice in New York, obviously, twice in Philadelphia. This is the first one in the Garden. And uh, so far... No one has been able to figure out the other's goaltender. Hart's been doing a great job, and Shesterkin on the other end has been doing a great job, as both goalies are expecting to. And uh, they've blanked both teams so far. So we'll go into a third period scoreless. So we'll keep our tabs on that. And uh, we'll be giving you reactions to what should be an exciting third period. But in the meantime, we are the Hockey Happy Hour, brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code at A2D at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code A2D at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Because the key is confidence. And one of the best ways to get it is to make sure that you're taken care of. That's it. That's very important. For everything, for the ladies, for job, for everything. You'll feel great, confident, and you'll feel clean. It's always a nice feeling to feel clean, isn't it? All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, I'm not so sure about that one. No, 100%. <laughs> I'd like to change since I got my lawnmower 4.0. Change, son. Nice. So, yes, Manscaped, A2D, plus free shipping, 20% off, A2D code. All right, then. So, gentlemen, obviously, we know that some of you will definitely be watching the fills as well. We'll give you some opportunity. We'll give some opportunities here and there to take a look and see what's going on with that. Two to nothing well. right now. Yep. Two to nothing are, right now. Yeah, fills are winning. So, World Series came three. After the two games in Houston, postponed obviously from yesterday. Oh, belated happy Halloween to everyone. Hopefully, everyone had a good time if you went out and celebrated. 
And uh, if you took your kids out trick-or-treating, hopefully they had a great time. All right, then. So we enter into our poll question. As always, brought to you by BetUS, which is the leading online sports book. It's been in the game for quite some time, as a matter of fact. They've been in the game for well over 25 years. That's a good long while. You can bet anywhere in the U.S. on everything, and you can use the link in down there below. You get a 125% sign-up bonus if you do. So check it out. Use that link down there. And uh, get a little side hustle going. Throw a little money down on a, a game or two and get a little cash back. Maddie, in this industry, 25 years is an eon. That's that's forever. They, they're well known in this business. Right. So check them out. They're one of the best. And you get yourself a little bit of extra cash on the side. You can always use that. And the poll question for tonight's game. The Flyers-Rangers rivalry will become the best. One once again. There was a time when the Rangers were the number one rival to the Flyers. This was, of course, in the early days and in in the 1980s, definitely, as they were division about rivals. About the mid-90s, then it kind of tuckered out. Right, and that was mostly because the Rangers started to kind of fall apart after their real big golden era in the early 90s. Hmm. And yeah, also... Old. Yeah, <laughs> they got old and they kept trading away all their draft picks to, to bring in guys, and that's what happens. Right. They tried the best they could to uh, stay competitive, and it did not take. Anyway, so after it kind of fell apart, rose up the Devils uh, rivalry with the Flyers and a Sabres-Flyers playoff rivalry, which is why I still am not a fan of the Sabres to this day. Still people scratch their heads at that one. It's like... Check out what it was like during the 90s and the early 2000s. The Flyers and the Sabres always faced each other. And then on top of that as well, of course, the Penguin rivalry with the Flyers really got amped up in the early 2000s with the coming of Sidney Crosby. And uh, I guess the Flyers' capital is definitely def upgraded as well during that period of time with Ovechkin coming to town. Albeit, though, I never really hated the Capitals, if anything, I always felt bad for them because they never could beat the Penguins. But anyway, so all the point is, is that, as the poll question would say, the Flyers and the Rangers were at one point the fiercest of rivals. Will that rise back up with Carter Hart for the Flyers, Igor Shosturkin for the Rangers, and with the Flyers once again, younger, still trying to get their rebuild to that point where finally they're back to being one of the top teams in the league. And for the Rangers, they're pretty much there. Um, gentlemen, do you think that this rivalry will get back to what it once was back from the mid-90s and the 80s and the 70s? Brad, you start this off, man, from your perspective. Uh, I, You know what? At this point, at this point, I would say I don't think it could ever be as, as despicable as it was in the 70s and 80s. OK, that I don't think it, it's ever going to get quite to that point, because that was that was sheer uh, that was sheer hatred. But, I mean, <laughs> at, 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 ever since then, I mean, the problem is neither team has been ex extremely competitive, you know, at, at the same time. When the Rangers seem to be 
doing very well, the Flyers went into the tank. Mm. When the Flyers were doing well, the Rangers went into the tank. And that, I think, that has everything to do with it. Because when they're playing in the playoffs every year, there's a lot of hostility. You yeah. know? And, uh, you know, the Flyers tonight, they want to be, uh, they want the Rangers to pay attention to them. And I think they've got their attention. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're, they want to show everybody that, uh, you know, last year was just a bad year. And they're going to come back and, uh, you know, be respectable. And, I, you know, I kind of expected the Flyers. I, I saw the game against Tampa Bay. I saw... I saw the fact that they they won at home against uh, against Florida, which is definitely a quality win. Uh, they almost beat they they gave Florida one hell of a battle in Florida, which is really a tough place to win. I mean, really a tough place to win. So I mean, they've shown me that they uh, they're definitely have improved a lot, and they are still working hard. And bottom line with the Flyers is they're going to work, okay. And if you let them outwork you, they'll, they'll beat you. Okay, and and I, I say this for the Rangers: if the Rangers match the Flyers' intensity, Rangers should win the game. They have more talent, but that doesn't. Oh, but as as you know, that doesn't always work that way. You know, so we'll see what happens. All right. You know, I mean, r- right now, right now, the Flyers have been able to hold them off. Uh, the Rangers have certainly had a lot more opportunities, but you know what? Again, Carter Hart. And I told you guys Tortorella would make would make this guy better and I and basically the uh, whole team better. They're not giving up goals like they were before. You know, mm-hmm. and and hopefully the offense for them will come. Just not tonight. <laughs> so yeah, I think it could get I think it can get I think it can get back to being I think the Rangers and Flyers can be the number one hate haters of each other. But it's it's up to both teams to be good at the same time and you really would like to see a uh, see them uh, play each other in the playoffs then then you'll start getting it back again as long as they're not playing both in the playoffs and playing against each other it's really hard to get a rivalry especially when they're not playing six times against each other anymore right and i, and mean, I the really Rangers hate that and the, that. And the flyers a, the last time they faced each other was 2014 and they were two a, very different teams at that thing. time they should be playing each other six times. They should only be playing the teams in the Atlantic Conference twice, and they should only be playing the teams in the uh, other conference twice. I mean, uh, the divisions make the divisions important. Well, now that you, yeah, now that you have a league structure that's more division centric. I mean, obviously, when they were doing the three division system, not so long ago, they were doing the one through eight. The divisions weren't really as important. Yes, if you won your division, you were one of the top three seeds. But a lot of times, because you're doing one through eight, you still there's a very good chance you meet a team outside of your division anyway. Yeah, because it's one through eight. You know, one's facing eight, two v seven. That's you know, it doesn't breed division rivalry. It breeds more playoff rivalry. Hence, why the Flyers and the Sabers used to meet each other all the time. They weren't division opponents, but they sure were playoff opponents all the time. And that's why there was still hatred there. But there were some division rivalries. I mean, obviously, of course, the Boston Bruins and the Canadians still met a lot. And obviously, the Rangers did meet uh, the Devils a few times during that period. Flyers oh, yeah. Well, we hate, yeah, we, we really, really hate them. Right. <laughs> it's very it's it's hard to, to differentiate the hate between them with the with the Rangers, with the Islanders or the Devils. You know, right. it's, it's whoever you happen to be playing that particular night. 
but the hate the hate is still there. It's not quite there as much as it used to be for the Flyers, only because you know again we we haven't played them in the play. When was the last time we played them in the playoffs? In thirteen, fourteen? Yeah, it was twenty fourteen. Um, Henrik Lundqvist was still the starter for the Rangers, and the yeah, Flyers. They, we had Mason in that during that series, and that right. was Mason uh, played. By the way, Mason played great. Oh, he did in that series. Yeah. He he was he really was good, but uh, you know, <laughs> the the Rangers eventually just were able. They they seemed to have their number that year all season. So I remembered that. Uh, I remember us getting into the playoffs that year. We barely got in. We had to beat the. Was I think we had to beat the Penguins to get in that year. And I remember I was working at Rite Aid. And I had to go to work, and I texted Rob like, "Rob, just give me updates on the game." <laughs> so Rob was texting me updates the whole time while I was working. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> that was some series. That was a seven-game series. It was. It was. As I recall, seven. and yeah. as I recall, I think the winning goal was scored by Brian Boyle. The Rangers that year actually had a really good fourth line. Right, and that was the only goal I think that got scored that night too. I well, either that or I think maybe an empty netter. No, it was two. I think it was two to one. It was two so, to one. Yeah, I think okay. the score was two to one. Right, uh, but it was still a great series between that, both that teams. Was a, that, yeah, highly competitive series. Yeah, J.T. Miller had his breakout and finally started to show what kind of a player he was. That we went and traded him, which was not, yeah. not a good idea. But but you know, um, Vigneault, Vigneault didn't like him so. Nah, that explains it. But uh give you guys a quick update. Uh, they did review the home run. It's being reviewed right now from what Chris Moore said. Um, but from what Roscoe was saying and a few others, the Phillies are up 4-0 in their game against the Astros right now. I know that's I not something that why would, <laughs> the gentleman why would here want to hear. <laughs> why would the Astros pitch McCullers instead of Javier? Uh, I couldn't answer that one. That's more of a Rob question on that one. <laughs> you, you could have with the day extra day, just like Javier is a much better pick. And 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 uh, McCullers got lit up by the Yankees uh, in Game Four. Yeah, been running pretty true before then. But I hear what you're saying, though. Javier has had a dynamic season. Maybe limit uh, innings. You know what I mean? Like they know he they were bouncing in between. Uh, between the pen and the starting rotation, that might have been a factor. But uh, you would have that same scenario with Ranger Suarez, who the Phillies went with over uh, the original starting pitcher who would have went yesterday. Yeah, but he would, have pitched, he would have pitched yesterday, too. That's what I'm not understanding. Right, the colors you'd have to go with on counter rest, but now that you had the extra day, yeah, I think you could have went made, to yeah, that, made, that to me, That, to me, made no sense. I mean, uh, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Suarez. I'm taking something away from McCullers. McCullers hasn't really been all that sharp. He's only pitched about eight or nine games this year. Maybe it's his case history. I mean, he's been there. He's pitched in big games on a World Series stage. Yeah, before. probably. Yeah, I, I guess. But I, I mean, it, it, to me, if if a guy is clearly a better pitcher, what what are you doing? Well, Chris, uh, Chris also saying disagree only because it still might be Flyers Penguins if they both make the playoffs. I would say, yeah, right now the number one rival for the Flyers is still the Penguins at this time, only mostly because of Crosby. I think that's where the, the main hatred goes to, which is understandable. I mean, it's not exactly like, you know, it's not like Crosby hasn't won three cups since coming into the damn league. You know? everybody, so, hates, everybody hates the Penguins. I mean, that's, right. <laughs> that's, pretty much, that's pretty much a given, and nobody likes Crosby, so 
Right. I mean, you know, as far as far as I'm concerned with Crosby, you know, he he's he's a big crybaby, and you know, whatever he he can do whatever he wants, but whenever somebody hits him, you know, it's uh, you know, you you've hit the golden boy. How dare you? Right. I might be one of the few people that was rooting for the Lightning to repeat, only because I wanted the Lightning to be the most recent team to repeat, not the Penguins. So you know, it's like good, erase that part. <laughs> Well, I had I had for about five six years in a row I had picked the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup, <laughs> and when they finally did win, I went with them again, and then they won again, and then and then last year I finally got off of them. But darn it, they almost darn it, they almost didn't win it again last year. Right, right. they ran into the Colorado Avalanche. So you know, which to be fair, the Avs were ready to win. That team yeah. was hungry as hell, and you could tell they were. I saw. I decided to look back at some of the highlights from last year during the Avs run, and looking back at some of those, I'm like, "Damn, man, that was one hungry fucking squad. You could yes, not stop them." They haven't been all that great this year, though. Well, like they're playing with a little bit of a hangover. I think. Yeah. I think a lot of the teams that were in the playoffs last year, they they went far in the playoffs. They've all been uh, kind of hung over a little bit. None of them have actually been. Uh, you know, none of them have really been been top notch this year yet. Yeah, true. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure they'll all get there, but you know, <laughs> right now they kind of been a little bit shaky. True. The B side of the season, called the second half after the All Star break, that still exists. So we'll right. see where everything's right. at come that. That's time. when the points. <laughs> that's when the. That's when the lesser teams really have trouble getting points. Right. Yeah, you know, that's when the good. How about the Bruins? I mean, they're ahead of the Penguins two to one tonight. I'll tell you what, they scored. A beautiful three-on-two goal before, right. absolutely gorgeous pass. I mean, gorgeous passing. And uh, the, the the guy who scored it was his first. Uh, it was his first lifetime goal, and uh, I mean, it was some play. I think he had. They passed it around, and the guy had a wide-open net to put it in. So you know, the I ice mean, three-on-twos. You yep. don't see that many three-on-twos go get get scored on, but. All right, so the Flyers and the Rangers about to take the ice in the third period. Brodo saying the Flyers should look into signing Bryce Harper. He's literally great at everything. Yes, he is the pride and joy of Philadelphia right now. What's going on, Tom? And uh, Robbie, real quick before this second period gets going, uh, your answer to the poll question. Do you think the Flyers-Rangers rivalry will somewhere, somehow top the rivalry with the Penguins right now and become number one again? Eventually. I mean, you know, we talk about last time both teams were good not just seeing each other in the playoffs i think you got to go back to 96 97 and we'll get into that during the shootout uh, at least for my favorite moment from the rivalry but i uh, <laughs> but uh i mean i'm gonna agree but much more down the road i mean i, I could see both teams uh young players building like spirited rivalries over these years to come but at this point the rangers just as the superior team and they win the matchup battle we saw it a lot this uh, last year so far in this game flyers hung tough in the first period second period you really saw them skating in quicksand uh rangers were the much faster team the much more aggressive team and if not for uh carter hart being the best player on the ice and the best penalty killer uh, that your team could have, this game uh, would not be still 0-0. Uh, zero, zero. So until I see retaliation from the Flyers, I think this rivalry is much one-sided. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I I think of Mika like Ming from Flash Gordon, so death to Mika. 
You go into the penalty box, you're going to lose the game. You better stay out of the penalty box. This for game. sure. For sure. Well, so far, only, those, goal, only those two penalties that we saw in the second period. I don't think there was any in the first. Um, Chris saying that the home, home run was confirmed. So the Phillies are officially up 4 nothing in their game against the Astros. Cinderella story. Right yep. And the beginning of the third period has started. Flyers are still on the are actually on a power play, I guess, after all the rough stuff that happened at the end behind the net. So Flyers are have a man up. Not that that really meant much in the second period because the Rangers actually got a shorthanded opportunity on a breakaway. Yeah, but Several. it's always nice to have that clean ice. It's nice to have that clean ice, that clean True. sheet of ice to get out, to get out there. Right, right. You know, true. I mean, the puck gets the puck gets moved gets moved around and just gets across the ice faster. That is true. So that we'll see. So Flyers now going to look like they're going to try and get into the Ranger zone, which they do. Let's see what they can do with it right now. And shot. Oh, 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 ah. ah puck lines up behind the net, and the Rangers clear. Well, scary opportunity there for the Flyers, but uh, Shesterkin was able to stand tall there, or it might have hit traffic and never got in there. But so far, so far, Flyers trying to make something happen with this power play. We'll see if they can. They need to get guys in front of the net. They had guys in front of the net, but so did the Rangers, so it was too much of a pileup. So I don't think the puck really got through on that one. And sideboards there. Oh. Can I assume that uh, Truba and Miller are out there killing the penalty for the Rangers? I believe they are. Defensively, that would be uh, number six and number 79. I believe so. I think I did it see those be, numbers out there. For the be out there. It's usually Sabanajad right and Kreider starting, and then uh, they go from there. Yeah. So... About four seconds left here on the power play, so it's about to be killed. All right, so Flyers full um, strength back for the Rangers. Uh, Flyers too sloppy with the puck, Maddie. Not enough yeah. offensive zone presence. Yeah, they had that one pass, but it was it was too hard to handle. And but even too then, cold, it, cold. you call the Ghostbusters and in control. What? Yeah, but so I mean, good penalty kill there for the uh, for the Rangers. They were able to keep the Flyers really off hand, off guard there. They couldn't really get anything established. They couldn't get any passing to open up the slot. And when they had the one shot with traffic in front, it was too much traffic, and it, I don't even think the puck even got to Shesterkin because he dove out to try and grab it, but he couldn't even get it because there was that much traffic in front. So. Flyers do get an offensive zone draw. They don't win it, though, which unfortunately has been a common theme where the Flyers have been losing a lot more of the faceoffs, which is the thing that you lose when you lose Giroux because Giroux oh, is absolutely. one of the better faceoff men in the entire league. We could never beat him on faceoffs. Yeah. Didn't matter who we threw out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, minus Drew, the team's 44.1% coming into this game, which I think is good for 29th in the league. I yeah, that's uh, yeah. That is the Rangers actually were playing have, have have played well with faceoffs this year because they brought in Vinny Trocheck and he's a 
a lot better, a lot better all-around player than than Strom is. You know, they let Strom go, which you hate to see him go because he was a pretty good player. But he, you know, he was Strom. That's uh, the. Uh, it, it, how do I put this? You need a guy to miss the net when he's got a wide open net. You, you call Strom. You need a penalty in the offensive zone. Look for Strom to do it. So we got a penalty coming up here on the Flyers. It's going to be on Brawling. And uh, yeah, when you get the blade of the stick inside the skate blade, you kind of caught red-handed there on the trip. Getting yeah, flat-footed, uh, skating slow. I mean, the Rangers is a, fa- is a very fast team. That they were, and unfortunately, Braun got caught there. So penalty on the Flyers. Now the Rangers go to the power play, which was extremely terrifying. In the second period, the well, look for look for Savannah had to hang out in the uh, in the Alexander Ovechkin area in, in, Ale- in Alexander Ovechkin's <laughs> office. The in left the side circle. They, yeah. the have two ways. They basically have two ways to score. Okay, either Fox takes a wrist shot from the point and it gets deflected in, or uh, they set up Savannah had for a, a one timer. That's generally how how it gets done. Right. And it's usually from the Ovechkin office, but sometimes, like he, he'll, he has such a good shot, he, he's liable to shoot on a bad, uh, off a bad angle. So we'll mm. see. So let's see here. The Rangers go into the flyer zone. Little puck around the boards, and a bit of a collision, which actually led to the Flyers getting the puck, but they, but then there was a check behind the net, which turned the puck over. So now the Rangers have it in the flyer zone. Oh, Jesus, that was scary, right in the slot. I've been impressed with the penalty kill on the young season, Maddie, for the Flyers. Definitely smothering, not sitting back in the box, getting aggressive and making good clears. True, they have been. And, um, I mean, they haven't really been caught puck watching either. They've been doing, like you said, being aggressive, but, you know, not sitting around watching the game. They're actually getting into it, which is like, that was something they were so guilty of last year. It wasn't funny. Yep. Let's so see. last year was kind of a lost year for them. It was, but even in the beginnings of the season, they were still doing that too. When it wasn't just, it wasn't over yet. I mean, it was going to be, but even then, they were puck watching a lot. Missed a clearing opportunity there. Yeah, and the that almost led to, yeah, and it almost led to a scoring opportunity on the other end. And Rangers get it now at the point. Not too, not a big fan of that. They were looking for, yeah, they were looking for that Ovechkin shot. They were looking for it. Well, that's oh, yeah. their, that's their play. Yeah, I watch him every, I watch him every game. That, that, that's their play. <laughs> that's, okay. that's it. They, 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 they try to look, look for him. You know, and if if he doesn't have the shot, he'll go back across the ice to Panarin, and they'll try to get it uh, on the other side. Right. Oh, and there it is. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. Oh, wow. Almost looked like the Rangers scored. Opportunity here for Fourth post of the game. What was it there, Rob? Fourth post of the game from the Rangers. Jeez. Oh, really? Yeah. That hit the post, too. My God. Well, the the Rangers are snake bitten on, um, you know, which is, you know, great for us. 
Maybe not for you, Brad, but... Right. <laughs> uh, there was two clear uh, yeah. ones in this game, though, where you could honestly say it was good on the goaltender for cutting down the angle, specifically on the uh, deflecting opportunity. Uh, I believe it was in the first period. Uh, when you're cutting down angles, you're going to hit pipes because you're not giving them that to shoot at. Right. And Hart did cut the angle down, but it was still a great play there. Right. That got past him. And coming out aggressively, too, eliminating room of those guys that are trying to, you know, backdoor you, kind of sitting on the porch there trying to slam at home. Right. And Lafreniere was Damn, the that one sounded dirty. Play. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I think you might need to uh, write a write a quick screenplay and go take that to a studio. <laughs> well, let's see Tried, here. Failed. <laughs> so let's see here. Uh, Fall of Flyers live to tell the tale on that one. Power play is over for the Rangers, so the Flyers did manage to kill that off. So another Rangers impressive over two now. Yes. But a very impressive kill from the Flyers there. Great pug movement by the Rangers, but they telegraph it. They telegraph the one time a little bit too much. Right. Well, they always do that. That's yeah. That's 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 been that's been one of their uh, pet peeves is that they don't shoot enough. Right. right. Lafreniere, who has the only shot on net tonight, for, well, not tonight, but the only shot in net for the third period for the Rangers. Got that puck right behind Carter Hart, and he pinged it off the post. He had Carter Hart beat, and it was going in, but then it hit the goalie's best friend. Right. Well, this could be an example of a game this season that we we said in the preseason that, you know, Hart was going to need to steal some games. You stay in a game that you should not be even up at zero on the scoreboard. So many more opportunities for the Rangers. Now you see a Flyers team out shooting the Rangers four to one so far in this third period. You sneak a goal past here, you come out of MSG with a win. Right. Right. And that's a that would be that's a frustrating, that would be loss, a, for a frustrating loss for the Rangers. Right. For sure, for sure. But I mean I could easily see them banging two within like a minute and fifteen seconds apart too. Keep, it, keep in mind though you are you you, you Shesterkin is not exactly chop uh, liver back there either. Oh yeah, no, no! And he has been doing great when he's been called upon to yeah, make he saves. Needs, he's yeah, made when he them. needs to make saves. He's going to make saves if he can see the puck. Yeah, right. you have to. You have to get traffic in front of him. He's not going to just. He's not going to just miss a shot. Right. You know. That, I mean. I mean, unless unless of course you bang it home on a rebound. That's that's another story. But well, right. yeah, that's one right. thing. Or deflection. But the problem is too that the Flyers have had a hard time getting set up, so deflections have not really been there for the Flyers right now. If anything, it's more of like okay, maybe look for a rebound or a tip in if you can get a play going on the rush. Yeah, you're not going to score on Chester and one uh, if you're one and done. Right. Right. Yeah, that's right. that's that's all I'm trying to say. And obviously tonight the Rangers aren't going to score on uh, Hart if it's one on one and done either. Right. right. I mean, obviously they had. I mean, the post has been there for Hart four times tonight, but at the same time he's also made some good saves. And uh, he made I could see I could see this game going into overtime scoreless. Yeah. I mean, it's been a it's been a story of goaltenders. I mean, I mean, yeah, a lot more basic shots, I guess, from the Flyers, but there have been some testers, specifically from the fourth line. Man, this fourth line, you know, we saw them play well 
uh, over the weekend. And Sedlak tonight had a one-on-one opportunity with Igor that he had to slam the door shut on. Uh, you know, it's been a you know story oh. of two good goaltenders playing tonight, young goaltenders playing tonight as well. Right. Possibly two guys who could re. Oh, oh, that was a good chance there from the Flyers. But I mean, two guys who could reignite the rivalry for the Flyers. If you have goaltending duels between Shesterkin and Hart, you're like, there's a good way to reignite the right. rivalry. Two great goalies in the prime of their career, trying to outdo one another. There you go. Well, there I think go. that's. I think you're going to see a lot of these games now. Right. Because you know, Carter Hart now has some guys in front of him who who are going to help him instead of make ridiculous. Uh, Right, takes in front of him and make him look bad. Right. Block shots and right. block shots and block right. more shots. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's the Tortorella effect. Right. Yes, right. Yes, sir. And Anthony saying, "Hey guys, let's go Flyers." What's up, Anthony? Lucas Sedlick, though, man, Maddie, how impressive has he been coming out of nowhere for this team? A player that Tortorella has been familiar with, and if you see, he's really starting to leave his fingerprint on this team, bringing in some guys that he's, you know, coached up before. Absolutely. And I do like what he's doing. He's got that relentless mentality to him, which is the perfect guy for a Tortorella system. Hence why we've had a lot of uh, love for Wade Allison over these last few years, mm. since the season got started, because sure. he's been doing phenomenal because he's also a relentless player. Lucas said looks the same way. Relentless, keeps going, right. never quits. Right. Yeah, you know, and and being, no- and being paired together with Delorier, who's been impressive mm-hmm. coming in with the Flyers too. I mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, really, you gotta like the play that you're getting from the bottom six overall on this team. Absolutely, and Bellows has been relentless as well since coming to the Flyers. So True. it's, you know, so far they've been bringing in these players that have been relentless, and while they may not be the the sexy names or the guys who keep going and they never quit on a play. But they keep doing it. Okay, so this is stoppage in play, right? With offside. Right. Yeah, commercial break right now. It was so right now you got there's ten minutes to go in the third period, and we still have a scoreless tie. Right, and and a fourth post hit for the Rangers tonight. So it's just <laughs> it's been a, it's been a tale of hitting posts and goaltending. That's pretty much what it's been a tale of so far. What's the <laughs> score? Nothing, nothing. Who's winning? The Bears. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh man. But uh, good for the Flyers. I mean, again, they've been playing a lot better this year. Absolutely. Anthony says it best. Last year, the Flyers would be down 4 nothing, And I'm not going to argue that because, yeah, last year's Flyers definitely would have been down 4 nothing by now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Rangers are still good. This is just the Flyers are just a much better team now than they were last year. Right. You know, and they, they, they seem to have grasped Tortorella's system. Obviously, they're, got, they're all in. Right. Yeah. Which is good. You know, one thing, Tortorella didn't exactly get fired right away with the Blue Jackets. He lasted there a while. Oh no, he lasted there several seasons, and he yeah, got I that mean, team they, into they, the playoffs, and they, they won their that first team series. Kind of screwed him over by by getting guys that weren't worthy of uh, of, of trading first round picks, right? You know, and he couldn't he couldn't do anything with them. Well, you know what it was. I'll be honest the the Blue Jackets got their first taste of playoff success. And, of course, when you do that, you're hooked, you know, because it's like, holy shit, we got to keep this going because maybe if we start putting these guys in here, maybe we can go all in and maybe we can make our first ever run in the postseason. And it backfired. It backfired. 
yeah, th- their biggest mistake was giving up a, a, right. a number one pick for Duchesne. That was just right. silly. Right. That was a mistake. That was yeah. a big mistake. On that was guy. silly. But hey, they did. You know, they did not go off Tampa Bay that one year, which will always be funny. But Tampa yeah. did kind of take the piss out of that because the very following year they got real pissed off about it, and then they went on to win the cup. Yes. Yeah, but they did. It did. Bubble. It did take them five overtimes to get even <laughs> the Blue Jackets for that. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't like the Blue Jackets. It wasn't like the Blue Jackets were. Uh, you know, they they went right past the Blue Jackets. The Blue guys, the Blue Jackets gave them uh, gave them fits in that series too. They didn't win the series, but they they did give them fits. Right. But you know what? That that's probably what. I mean, Tampa woke up after that, and they were like, okay. All right, you guys think that you're going to beat us this time? No, you're not. And then after that, supercharged them because they went on to win in the semis against Boston, which, to be fair, the Bruins did not look great that year anyway going into that bubble. And then no. um, then the Eastern Conference Finals with the Islanders, one of two great wow. series that they had with them. Yeah, that was a scary chance. No, not even the chance. Looking at Rangers have 58 shot attempts, but only 25 on goal. I mean, plus four pipes. So let's say 29, right? right. That's a lot of blocked shots and active sticks. Right. Oh, 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 wow. What a chance that was. And Hart made a big save there. There you do. Right pad, knocking it down. Right. Just saying, nope. <laughs> Swinging the door. <laughs> Panera, let's just take a minute and talk about Artemi Panera, man. He's so fucking good. Yeah. Well, he's fourth so in the league at points puck. now. I think he's got 14 points now. Right. <laughs> but in the first 10 games, which is pretty good. What impresses me, I mean, as good as he is, is with the puck, he's just as good without the puck. You know what I mean? Setting up plays and like just having that vision. Yeah, they just want him to shoot more. Right. Yeah. Anthony says, I miss my girlfriend, Taryn Hatcher. I think we all do. <laughs> You're right. The coverage cuts down. They had the they had a like, you know, economize with their uh with their hosting core here. Right. Of course, I think the Phillies run was a tad touch unexpected, so <laughs> that didn't help things. I'm seeing dudes that all that I've only seen hosting like Eagles pregame live. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> right. That, I don't think Comcast was ready for this. <laughs> oh, you- I, I'll tell you. I, I'll tell you what. They're 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 doing it. The Phillies are doing it too. Four nothing. And it's also. Like, to- uh, and to add Ranger to, Suarez is, is cruising right now. Right. And to think about it, too, this is might not be nearly as much coverage. They also have to account for the union who also got into the finals and they're in the MLS. So it's like, Jesus, you got two teams in their respective champions. Now, yes, MLS not as popular as the four majors, but still, that's still stuff you got to devote broadcasters too you know so it's like holy shit you got a lot going on right now (laughs) and the eagles are undefeated right (laughs) and the sixers and the flyers have just started their seasons so it's just like oh my god the sixers have gotten themselves back to 500 again still it's after an early bump bump in the road i mean i was trying to tell everybody they'll be fine i got you (laughs) It'll be, it'll be Speaking from a Knicks fan who's not exactly had much to cheer about in the past few. Uh, so no, but I do. I, I do. Th- I like Brunson though. 
<laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, I do like him. I thought that that was a pretty good move. Well, let's see. Greg saying, what's up, fellas? What's up, Greg? And he's saying, agree to the poll. And uh, Anthony's saying, Bryce Harper is on fire. That he is. That he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what. Oh, oh, oh. I thought uh, I thought the Flyers had a breakaway for a second. Then I realized, oh no, it's our zone. Never mind. <laughs> Excitement dead. <laughs> running it down, running it down. Oh, is that that? That's like that Viking guy that ran that picked up a fumble and ran the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Got a safety. Yeah. Jim Marshall, right? I think that's what yeah. it, I think that's yeah. what it was. Oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? I, I, you see that? And you see that at least once a month during the NFL season. In oh. case you're all out there getting blacked out like our boy Brad here is, uh, 6.45 left to go, third period, still nothing, nothing. Shots 27-15 in favor of the Rangers. Right. Wow, and the Rangers, I think, have officially – what's up? They've only given up 15 shots tonight. That's as good a defensive game as they played all season. Right. right. I mean, you would expect the Rangers to play up, though, since it is a Flyers – uh, flyers coming to town, and I'm sure the Flyers, you know, they probably gave them some early scares. And goes, oh crap, that's right, we're facing the Flyers team that's we're not. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not like it was back in the day, like Brad was talking about, but it's still Broadway versus Broad Street. Come on, it always right. has that little. Oh order, yeah, it's know? still, it's listen, it's still, you know, they they want to win. They don't. There's no, there's no, but it just, it's not, it's not as violent as it used to be. That's that's right. the difference. Sure. You just don't. You don't have that stuff. And the second period there was coming close. <laughs> right, right. There was a lot of rough stuff there. There was. Yeah, but a nasty you know what? Nobody wants. Nobody there. wants to put the other team on a power play when it's when there's no score. Right. Oh, oh, I oh, oh. I was oh. wondering where the fuck Michael Cole was with spear, spear, <laughs> spear. <laughs> so it looked like Sam Hyde did or whatnot, and then he took a stick to the back of the leg for his efforts. Right. Although there was some rough stuff there towards the end, and they unfortunately cut to commercial, so I didn't get a chance to see who the Ranger was and the Flyer that were tangled up there. But, oh well, I guess we'll find out when they get back. Probably, probably Goudreau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always in the middle of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, if somebody's aggravating somebody, it's usually him. <laughs> so usually he's the culprit. He's yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, he, what a surprise! He, he's <laughs> kind of the uh, yeah. He's if they if you wanted to call call him the, an unofficial pest of the team, he he would be the he would be the pest of the team without without question. And Lindgren, Lindgren does Lindgren does stuff behind the play when the, he waits for the referee to turn his back, and he does stuff to to piss off the other team. I I, I know that, and I love the guy, but you know. That's why he ends up. That's why he ends up with black eyes all the time, and you know, and a bloody nose, and you know, because <laughs> he's always doing something to piss somebody off, and you know, gets probably gets punched in the face for it. You know, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just the way it is. Or the stinky glove, or the or the swipe with the stick. You know, one yeah, of the, yeah, one of these, you know. pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> You know, but you got listen. Every team has to have a couple of chippy players on the team if you're going to win. If you're going to win in this league, right? Right. You know, if if you don't, you're 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 too soft, and you're never going to beat anybody if you're soft. Right. So bottom of the fourth, still four nothing, uh, fills as they're uh, 
Still rocking and rolling right now over there at uh, Citizens Bank Park. We're showing us somebody live right now on the broadcast. Obviously, not a single Flyers jersey to be found. It is all Phillies there. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Probably not I mean, even, there's probably not not many Eagle jerseys either there, right? No, I didn't see many green in there. <laughs> ah, you, you, can't do, you can't do that. You got to give the Phillies respect, man. They're in the World of Series. Of course. Of course. They're in the freaking World Series, which no one saw coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's see here flyers now moving forward oh oh play from connecting oh she's starting to the save there so less than six minutes and it's still no score still no score about to be five minutes five, left in the five period. minutes 41 seconds to go in the third period this is uh yeah i've got game cast on I got on, my, uh, on my phone, oh, so oh. I know who's on the ice. Oh, Truba was getting into it a little bit there. I think with uh, with Konechny. I guess Konechny was uh, doing a little chirping, Listen, which Konechny is known to, like to do. Truba. You have to like Truba for one reason. He's the one that, that nailed Crosby last year. Oh, well, okay. I'll give and, him that And one. put him out, so. All right. All right. I'll give you that one. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he, and he's not, a, and he is not a dirty player. He just he hits you, and he he hits hard. You know, some guys are very, are very. What do you? What's the word? Butt hurt when they get hit hard. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he keeps his, he keeps he keeps his elbows down. He hits you with his shoulder. He's just he's big. <laughs> yeah, and if he's saying you know, lol. Even the fake you guys fans have at a, the game too, who doesn't watch the Phillies at all all season. <laughs> you guys used to have a defenseman like that. Yeah, you interviewed him, remember? Yeah, uh, Pronger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a, a Pronger was known on a on an occasion to um to lay down a, a nasty hit a time or two. That were some. Yeah, but he didn't actually have to go out of his way to hit somebody hard to hurt somebody. He just was really strong. <laughs> that was just the way he was. Yeah, yeah he was just big and strong. And if he hit you, you know, it it hurt. <laughs> just ask Matt Barnaby. <laughs> well, I'm sure Matt Barnaby probably whatever he did, he probably deserved it. Right, he had it coming to him. And, yeah, and, and even if he didn't, even if he didn't do anything, he still had it coming to him. Right, it's him <laughs> because it's Matt Barnaby. Exactly. Did we, did we mention that it was Matt Barnaby? Yeah, <laughs> kind of like, like Matt Cook. I mean, you know, right. if, if he got if he got smoked, you know, it didn't really matter what happened. It, it, it's Matt Cook. Or, or, or you could put old Samuelson in that same category. <laughs> Although Olf did play for the, uh, he did play for the Flyers for a period of time. <laughs> yeah, Olf did play for the Rangers too. Yeah, so I remember we both Ty know Domi, what it's like. I Domi deck, decked him, <laughs> and, I re, and I and I can remember, I can remember uh, the game was on the uh, was on was on CBC, and huh. uh, yeah, the Canadian the Canadian network, right? The Canadian one of those broadcast, yeah. and. Um, what did they say? Oh, they said something like, "Yeah, Ty. If it was anybody else, Ty would have gotten Ty would have got a match penalty for that. But since it's Samuelson, you know, he probably won't even get two minutes, and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like a public, they they were making like it was a public service thing. <laughs> so let's see here. That puck was lifted. Oh boy, are we gonna have a penalty here? Are you short-handed now? I don't know, Mike. It clipped the camera actually and took and took the wire out. <laughs> so I think that camera might be dead for the night. 
Um, but yeah, it is a delay that, game that, penalty. That's key. So D'Angelo gets called for delay game. So by a very, very inopportune time, the Flyers go down a man, of course. And the Rangers power play, which has been scary all night, even if it is been 0 for 2. It's had five very terrifying opportunities on that. Well, they're due. Unfortunately. But we'll see. And the Rangers with a play. Just doing east-west. Now back to the point. Trying to open up the middle. What is, Shot. It the Penguins, what is it with the Penguins goalies against the Bruins? Oh. What are they just playing badly or playing good? No, I mean they're just they're always getting into fights. Oh and, wow. And the Bruin goalies with the Penguins too. Vice versa. It's like, you know, I remember last year when Marchant just for just for no reason punched uh what was it Casey DeSmith or was it a Jerry? I can't remember now. Well, that's you remember that's, that you remember the play though, right? I remember the play, but that's that's just come fungus. You know, that's Brad Marchand for you. You know, he's Yeah, well they, they kinda they the uh yeah, the Penguins. Uh, the Penguins just missed on a breakaway just now, and then um, the rebound. Some, one of the Penguins came in to try to, to snip the rebound, and the goalie went after him. <laughs> Good play there from the Flyers there to knock that puck back into the Rangers zone to kill some time. I'm sure the Ranger fans are booing the hell out of them right now for that. Right, I'm sure they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the one thing that the one thing they get on them with the power play sometimes they, they won't get on them they won't get on them any other time but when there's a power play they will. Oh yes, we are well aware they do the same thing with the Flyers too when they're not yeah. doing shit. Yeah, well, that's a hockey play. fan thing. Yeah. Okay, the Penguins just scored against the uh, Bruins, so it's three to two Penguins now. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I can't watch. I can't watch our game, unfortunately. Trocheck is upset about something. What are you gonna say, Rob? How surprising are the Bruins start? That's one of the more surprising starts into the season. It's shocking. Because <laughs> a lot of people didn't have them in the playoffs. I mean, I had them as the eighth team. Mm. And, you know, and to me it was like a choice of who was I think not gonna make the playoffs between the Bruins and the Capitals. And I chose the Capitals, and I've been wrong about that too, because the Capitals have been playing pretty well. They have been. But like we'll just have to wait. And it's see very that. early though. It's still I mean, early. It's, yeah. It's November first. It's kind of hard to. Yeah. To, I mean, you, it, you can't really start looking at the standings and take things seriously until after Thanksgiving. I think that's that's kind of when it really starts. Right, or or right before the All Star break, and then that's when you're like, okay, so this is the situation for the second half. Flyers with a chance on a turnover. Oh, and Shesterkin with the glove. Says, fuck you. Oh, man. Hayes had a great chance. Toe dragged to get away from the D-man. Had the chance. He took the shot. But Shesterkin said, nope. I just want to remind you guys that I'm the goaltender for the New York Rangers, and I'm good at my job. Yeah, he's trying to say, hey, I'm here, guys. Hey, Right. It's like, I'm here, too, by the way. Great, but but I'm I'm here, too. And, you know, I didn't win the Vizina last year, so I'm going to. I'm going to stop some shots, too. I, I have a feeling it's going to be decided three on three. It, it might very well, because that was a golden chance for the Flyers, their best chance the entire period. Yeah, and I would say this. If it goes ends up being if it ends up being in a shootout, I think the Rangers end up losing. That 
would be weird. That would be very weird. Well, only happened. only because you know what? They're believe it or not, as good as Shesterkin is on breakaways, he's only like sixty six percent on uh, in shootouts. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh, that is weird. You would think that little, as good a goalie as he is. Yeah, you would think. I mean, Lundqvist. We're we're used to Lundqvist, who was unbelievable <laughs> in shootouts. Never Except lost in twenty ten. But yeah, you know, you would, <laughs> you would root. You would root for them to get through the through the overtime, just and so that they the could shootout. get to the shootout, and then right. they would win one to nothing. Right. Um. So we have icing there on the Rangers at one fifty nine left in the third period. So bad time for the Rangers to ice the puck. Yeah, I'll say. And let's see here. Flyers win that faceoff. I'm actually ah. Of course, the ref says no good. God damn it, ref. Come on. Give, throw us a fucking bone. We only have 18 shots tonight. Jesus. You got to cheat, man. You got to cheat on those face-offs when you're as bad as us. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, refs. Dirty zebras. Yeah. Uh, I, can I can I assume that uh, Trocek's out for the face-off? I believe he was. <laughs> yeah. oh, I pay attention, guys. <laughs> he takes your important draws. Yes. Always have the face-off expert take the face-offs. It's not rocket yeah, science. Well, Strom, Strom was like one of the worst face-off guys we ever had. <laughs> well, the thing is, he was really a right wing, and he went to center because, uh, you know, there was true. nobody else to go. And he, you know, he played pretty well. But, I that, mean, he really was a right, it, he was a right wing, so he wasn't good on on, on draws. Yeah, unfortunately, Rob, we know a thing or two about that. How many times have the Flyers had to convert a winger to center? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, saw one, and they wonder... to get beat up now. Russ just scored, so it's four to two for the mm-hmm. Penguins. Scored a sloppy yeah. uh, on a sloppy rebound. Yeah, that's how they usually go. But yeah, you already saw like Lawton. They really wanted to play him more on the wing, but you had to bring him back to center, try yeah. to get you know more draws. One. <gasps> oh, oh my God! It didn't go. Oh, it didn't oh. go. Oh man. What did you Hayes guys with another great chance, and Shesterkin just said, "No, nah, man, it's not happening. Not tonight, buddy." Oh my God! <laughs> no, 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 not today. Oh, what a play. And Shesterkin reached out with his glove. So Shesterkin gets beat on this far side. Hayes really doesn't have much of an angle, but he's trying to at least put the puck in the blue paint so someone can tap it home. But Shesterkin just reaches out with his glove, gets it to his post, and says, nope, we're going to get a face-off. Now the Penguins scored again. Jesus, Ooh, the, the Bruins fell apart. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's becoming a nightmare for the Bruins. They've given up five goals, and there's still eight minutes to go in the second period. That's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, what do you expect from a goalie that's named Linus? Eventually, it's gonna, eventually, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna fall apart. I mean, right. you know, <laughs> that, that was a terrible goal. I, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, from the top. From the top of the face-off circle, on the right side, not on the off wing, on the right side, and yeah. and, and, and you beat him between the uh, legs, and That's out goes rough, yeah. out goes Linus, and in comes uh, 
Oh no, that was Olmark. I'm sorry. That is him. That's no, Linus. it's Linus Olmark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is a Linus. Uh, he's he's now out of the game, and uh, I guess they're going to put in Swayman. I think isn't he the uh, other? Yeah, goalie? he's the other. He's supposed to be the regular starter. Yeah, so. Swayman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Flyers had the puck in the slot. Couldn't do anything with it though. And the Rangers are going to try and get one last run in here before the period comes to a close. But it is not to be. Flyers are able to get a hold of the puck. It looks like they're just going to try and hold this to get overtime. Well, you want to make sure you get the point. I think both teams probably just want to make sure they get a point. Right. At this point. Because, you know, division games. Yes. Every point counts. Yep. So the last time that the Flyers and the Rangers that ended in a tie was in 19 or was nothing nothing after regulation was in 1981 1981 1981 no uh, for the Rangers, yeah. Yeah, that was before Dan uh, for the Flyers. For the Flyers, was it, I think? Eddie Mio, we, maybe? What's up? Could have been Eddie Mio for the Rangers. Yeah, probably. For for the Flyers, I'm thinking, I don't know if we still had Pete Peters. It wasn't Froze, because was, Froze didn't come in until later, right? No, I don't think it was Froze. It might have been, been St. Croix. Because I know he played for the Flyers around that time. Wow, scoreless um, tie. Yeah, that's well, a, one point for one point for each team. One point for each team. Hold on a second. I'm gonna have to check out who the fly, what the Flyers roster looked like in 1983. For uh, <laughs> I got the for, game. I got the game log up right now. Oh, awesome! What we got? Trying to see. Uh, uh, for the Rangers, it was, uh, um, what did you say, uh, Brad, before Rick St. Croix? No, for the Rangers, I'm, I'm thinking probably Eddie Mia. It was, it was Rick St. Croix, if that's how you pronounce it, and that for, uh, for the blue shirts. Okay, yeah, okay. He was a back, he was a backup back then. Wait a minute. Oh no, I got it. Steve Baker. Steve Baker. Okay, yeah, he was. He was not. Uh, he was not one of our better goalies. <laughs> sad, sad to say. So Saint Croix was in net for the uh, for the Flyers. That's correct. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember Saint Saint Croix on the Rangers, but. I, I wasn't going to say no because I didn't know. My uh, my hockey history studying has come through for me once again because that's exactly who I thought it was. Love it. <laughs> this is why it you watch weird. Oh, sorry, Rob. Go ahead. It was just weird how they had it listed there. It almost had it like uh, along with the Ranger stats, but uh, I, I was like, no, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> oh, the chance. Uh, and uh, Shisterkin said, uh, nope. 
you're not connecting on that. He actually slid out with both pads to make sure the puck didn't go. Rangers trying to rattle that one around the boards. They do get it behind the net. Hart in front. Ooh, backhander tried to get one quick there by Hart, but Hart was able to fight it off. Shot. Oh, Hart kicked that one away too. Just continuously getting square to the shooter, even in a three-on-three -three scenario where the puck. Both, they're both. Uh, they're both on fire now. Right. Yeah. We got a uh, Bardu saying Rangers better put this thing away. No post shots. <laughs> yeah, so many five this game. I by my count. Jesus, that is crazy. Oof. There's a weird takedown there. Ref decides not to call anything, which I think the refs were saying this is a. I think the refs are thinking like the rivalry game, just let it go. The refs are not going well, to make so. a call. The refs are not going to make a call in overtime unless it directly affects a goal. Right. And so really at the end of the day, there was nothing there. That's a player turning back in the in his own defensive zone, yeah. Right. So Rangers trying to they do get the puck off of a little bit of a scrum along the boards there. Going to the Why can't zone. we get ten minutes of this? Yeah, like no, you I, said, Brad. Oh, I hate shootouts because they just, they just suck. Right? <laughs> no one deflected out of play. I mean, it doesn't feel shot. like you really earned a win when you have a shootout. It'd be like it would be like field goal kickers deciding an overtime game in in uh, football. Right. That would be weird. Field goal right. shootout. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. It's just, you know, it's, uh, whatever. Could you imagine though, like if they did that? Oh, actually, yeah, that that kick save was great by Hart there. <laughs> but it was um, could you imagine though, like the first one's like minimum distance for the field goal, then the second one they go out like another twenty feet, then they go out another twenty yards, and another find out okay, whoever's the first to miss loses. <laughs> That'd be like, yeah, it'd be like it'd be like Kathy Ireland in Necessary Roughness. <laughs> well, no, they'd have to match match kick by kick. They start from yeah. they start from uh, from the thirty, then the forty, then the fifty. Right, Sam. Like I said, whoever misses first, then 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 the, then, then the other, then the then you have to kick a, a sixty yard oh. field goal, and you know eventually somebody's going to miss. Right. Keeping up with the theme, ref did not call anything there when it looked like there was going to be some, but like you were saying, Brad, did not affect the goal, so they did not call it. No, they're, sw they, they're swallowing the whistles now. Come on. Unless you're tripping Let's somebody see. when they're trying to score, they're not going to oh, call it. Bad turnover there. Hart made a gutsy play after making a save there with his glove, and then he rolled the puck back out, which is always a gambling move there. But Flyers do look to tell the tale because they do recover it in the corner boards. And right now, D'Angelo is being patient. He's not trying to do anything stupid with it right now, which is understandable. It's three on three. You don't want to. There's one bad turnover, and then it goes right into your net. Oh yeah. No, you got to be careful oh. in this situation. High shot from D'Angelo goes well wide off of a pass from Connecticut. It's been such a calming presence. Like you know, like Proby hasn't seen this calming of a presence on his other side since Niskanen. Yeah. That was all two years ago. So I was just crazy. looking at the stats, guys. Artemi, uh, Chris Kreider has six shots and hasn't scored. Right. That's that. 
that's unbelievable because usually his shots are, are average about three or four feet away from the goalie. So, yeah, he had the, the, he had the deflection. coming out and smothering these shots. I mean, yeah, he did. And he oh, had the one no. that, that was the player that deflected the oh, puck. There it is. The Rangers win. Sorry, guys. Hey, I don't mean your to, boy, I, I mean, Chris I don't Kreider. mean it. I don't Chris mean it, Ryder. but I'm not going to rub it in. One nothing. Nah. You guys come into our building and and, and lose one nothing in overtime. That's a hell of an effort. It is. It was. Who scored? Uh, it was Kreider, like Rob, uh, Rob said. Um, and it was a breakaway opportunity for Kreider. Uh, Wait, he scored on a breakaway? Yeah, because he was all alone in front of Hart. It was a uh, looked like a. Yeah, it was a wide shot. Was Hart already was Hart like already on the ground or something? No, because what happened was Kreider came in by himself and Hart tried to – he went down too early because Kreider looked like he was going to try to do five-hole. Didn't happen, and he just lifted it as he pulled it away. He dangled it, basically, pulled it away. Oh, okay. And, and put it right up on top shelf over Yeah, because I was going to say, if you ever notice – if you ever have noticed a Ranger shootout, Kreider is about 15th on the list. Yeah. It was not even that – he didn't even really elevate it all that much. He just kind of slightly elevated it. But it was enough because Hart was still down and sliding out of, out of You guys can't be upset there. with a point in the garden, though. No, I'm not mad, honestly. It is what it is. You know, we were – you know, we were going into a game where it's like, okay, if we win this, it'll be a surprise. You know, and it'll be a pleasant surprise, but it'd be a surprise. I mean, Carter they Hart, you, they you 35 to 19. Right. Carter Hart, nothing to be ashamed of. He had a phenomenal night tonight, unfortunately. Flyers took a wide shot. I think Sedlick took the wide shot. It went wide off the boards, came back round, and I think it found Panarin. I think it found oh, Panarin. God. And then he passed the puck up ahead to Kreider, yeah, who stead all, away from guys, everybody and raced off to Hart. Yeah, I was going to say, of all the guys it comes to, he's not the one you wanted to come to. Yeah, unfortunately. he's not going to bother to skate it out. He's just going to fire it ahead to somebody. Right, and he did. He fired it right ahead to Chris Kreider. And Chris was saying, and we still can't get a win in overtime. Well, that's all right. It is what it is. We get the point. And uh, that's all yes, she wrote. Do. I mean, that's a, you know what? That's a big point. Right. Hard-earned point from the Flyers. Nothing to be ashamed of. Listen, you also had Shesterkin, who did great in the shots he faced. And there were a couple of really great opportunities that the Flyers had against Shesterkin, especially in the third period. Yeah, I mean, and with, no, said no. with the guy with the guy who won the Vezina Trophy last year. I mean, there's right. nothing to be ashamed of with that. Right. So there's a lot of positives to take out of this from the Flyers, even though they did take the L. It's one of those things where the Rangers now are going to have to take the Flyers seriously. They can't be trifled with. They barely won this oh, game tonight, think, and they're going to have to remember say, that. I, I think, I think they, I think they knew to take them seriously because I mean, if they didn't, if they didn't, they would have been losing. Right. And then uh, the Flyers, at the end of the day, you pull this out and say, hey, listen, yeah, you lost, but you know what? They did not blow you out. They barely won this game. So, you know what? Yeah, you, 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 lost one to nothing in, you lost one to nothing in overtime. I mean, Tortorella, Tortorella wants to see you keep the puck out of your net. That's, that, I think that would probably be his first, and uh, that's his first request. You know? And, uh, listen, that's... All you can ask for. I mean, part of the problem was, and we had talked about this earlier, guys, that the Flyers have got to start. You know, you knew 
goal scoring might be a problem this year. Okay, right. they're going to run into games where they just can't score. They right. got to be able to score on their power play. And they they really didn't get that established well at all. They had two chances, and both times they really couldn't get anything going and get anything down with Shesterkin that was substantial. And you know, that's uh, you got to make a team pay for going to the box. Now, to be fair, Flyers did a great job on their penalty kill. And make sure did. the Rangers didn't get anything, but still, you gotta you gotta make them pay when you go to the box. Like, listen, you're gonna take you're gonna take a point out of Madison Square Garden all day long this season, right? Maybe not in a couple of years, but this right. season, yes. Right. <laughs> all right, so that will do it for our first period of tonight's show, and that is it for the Flyers and the Rangers. They take the L, they lose in a very hard-fought game, uh, one to nothing in overtime. And, uh, boy, if this game is anything to attest for the rest of this season series, we got three very hard-fought games to look forward to, one more in the Garden and two in Philadelphia. Yep. So get ready for those. All right, then. And the first period was brought to you by, if you are looking to buy or sell a home or you have a change of career or brokerage, you can contact Alan Poy at EXP Realty. You can call him at 302-682-8820 or visit him on the web at alan.poy at exprealty.com. And uh, make sure you're taking that big step right. All right, then. And along with that, for everybody who was commenting in, we know that maybe not as many because, understandably so, there is a Phillies game going on that is uh, of some importance, I would I say. I believe it's now six to nothing. Schwarber just hit a home run. All right. And Schwarber, which has now brought us into a six to nothing situation for the Philadelphia Phillies. Six wow. to nothing. Wow. Against the Houston Astros, which was one of the maybe arguably the best team in the AL. So there you go. That's uh, no, they were the best team in the American League. So there you go. No question. That's no a question. big deal, right there. McCull is McCullers still out there? Don't know. I just, I was, I, I, I just turned it. I just turned it on to see. Yep. I told you that guy was terrible. <laughs> yeah, you know that uh, that pitcher for the Astros. He sucks ass. <laughs> you know, too, too bad. Too bad for them. You know what? They they obviously aren't able to cheat tonight. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, they didn't give him the Framber Valdez hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Jim. Rob, you know, you know, this is for me. This is like watching the Red Sox and the Mets. Oh, for sure. This is like 1986 all over again for me. Watch, for sure. Watching this World Series. For sure. Two teams that I really can't stand, and, and I can't. <laughs> I, I just, I just want one fan base, whether it's yours. Or Houston's just to be completely aggravated after this right. after this World Series. Well, you'll definitely get your wish on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, for the comments rolling in, Gleason's <coughs> Bar located 6700 Mill Creek Ave, Levittown, PA. Use the promo code A2D for 10% off your order. Whenever you dine in, take out, or you go online at Gleason'sBarAndSteaks.com. If you're ever up in the area in near Levittown, get yourself some good food there. Gleason's Bar and Steak. And another home run That's just gone. hit by the Ooh. Phillies. It's now 7 to nothing in the bottom of the fifth. And it's Hoskins with one. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> this is, uh, whoo. Yeah. 
this is uh, this is certainly uh, not a good night to be an Astros fan. That's for sure. Oh, too bad. <laughs> I think their oh. four trips to the World Series since 2017 should console them. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, a lot of L's now. A lot of L's lining up, mounting up for them Astros. That's true. Yeah, especially especially in the World Series, they seem to do great mm. in the. Uh, Playoffs, it, it, the uh, league championship playoffs, but uh, they go to the World Series and all all hell breaks loose. Oh, that was, that, was just scorched. It was. Those NL teams, man, for some reason they play havoc on them. For some reason, <laughs> they, gotta give them credit. They are just annihilating. They are colors. They are eating them the fuck up right now. But um, all right. So let's see, Amir Saunders saying seven zero. All right, guys, second period here. We're getting a little bit close to time here. So uh, second period brought to you uh, by All Campus OC. Uh, check that out. Run by John Coyle down over in Ocean City, New Jersey. Get yourself some nice gear from your favorite teams. They're giving 20% off of everything to the subscribers, including hats, shirts, so uh, get subscribed up and head on down there. Plus also check out the Rant booth that John hosts, which is always a fun time. Okay, gents, so second period time, um, Flyers and Leafs preview. Um, what do you? What's your predictions for tomorrow night's game? How do you think the Flyers do in the Air Canada Center taking on Matthews and the Maple Leafs? Well, I mean, it's a tough road trip altogether, but this is going to be a tough task for the Flyers traveling to Toronto for the first time this season and taking on what is a talented squad, but – it's a good time to be catching them because the Leafs are off to a, a, a huge slump. To, you know, not the greatest mm -hmm. of starts to begin this 2022-23 season. They're 23rd in goals scored, uh, scoring 2.7 per game, which is actually 27th on a per game level. Uh, they're mm -hmm. giving up slightly more than that at 2.9 goals per game, which is tied uh, for 14th coming into tonight with uh, Brad's Rangers. So decent on there, but you're giving up a little bit more than you're getting. Obviously not a good formula for success. At home for the Maple Leafs, so far in the young season in four games at home, it's been more of the same, 11 goals scored, uh, which is uh, tied for 24th. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I just, to me, yes, it's great that you're catching them on a light note, Maddie, but – it's still Toronto. It's still going, you know, going into the garden there. You know, it's going to be a tough task for the Flyers. There's a, there's a, a lot more pieces to the puzzle. There are, but like you said, maybe we catch them. They're not, not as confident in themselves, which, which is weird because it has been a normal habit for the Leafs to get off to weird starts. They got the, off to a the unfortunate thing too. for the Flyers is that they're not. There, there is that. The Maple Leafs had off tonight. Yeah, that's true. They did have a night off. You know, so and the Flyers, the Flyers have to have back to back games, and they probably won't use Hart tomorrow. No, I mean, they're going to go have in there with their backup yeah. goalie. I mean, that's that's it. I mean, it's tough. It listen, it's tough enough. It's tough enough to have to play back to back games, but when you're playing the Rangers first and then the Leafs, and you're not, you, you, obviously, you're not going to use Hart again. I mean, which, would you which, would you consider doing that? No, you could no. The, well, there's one way you could because their next game, I believe, is until Saturday. Okay. Okay. So you I mean, could. you can 
You can. The only the only thing is, I mean, it, it's a lot of he had a, faced a lot of shots tonight. Yeah, he took way too many. I wouldn't. I you know I play it safe. I throw Sandstrom in net. You know, it's just a, no. He he faced a he faced playoff quality shots tonight. I'm like, you know what? Let the kid rest. You know, right. he did everything he could for us tonight. Let him rest up for Saturday. That's what I would say. Right, right. I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, uh, I don't disagree. I think uh, the Flyers will, you know, be hard pressed for goals. This is a team that's, uh, including tonight, has scored nine goals in four road contests. Um, mm. And a key thing we touched upon earlier in the show, Flyers they must improve at the faceoff die. As I said yes. earlier, 44.1% on the season, good for 29. That's just not getting it done. Right, and we saw a lot of those effects tonight against the Rangers. Right. So, right. And it will and not unexpected teams. either for True. where we're at, you know. Yeah. True. True. Again, you don't have your face-off expert like you like you did back in the day. So, right. you know, it's it's right. a little bit of a, of a challenge. But right. it's a challenge they'll have to answer as the season gets a little right. bit longer in the tooth. And I mean, if they do go with Sandstrom too, he's going to be facing, you know, William Nylander, John Tavares. They lead the Leafs with four goals and 10 points apiece. Uh, like I said, this is a, a very talented squad that on special teams is an area where the Flyers could have, it's going to be a key to this game. Then they could have a potential advantage coming into tonight. Flyers were 21.4% on the power play mid range, a little below 17th in the league. 80.8% on that penalty kill, good for 12th. Now the Leafs, their one silver lining has been that power play, scoring at a rate of 24.3%, which is 10th in the league. Their penalty kill has been an Achilles heel, though, 75.7%. So that's just a lot of... Their defense has been giving up more than three goals a game. Right. That's not good enough. Right. No, you're right. That's not good enough. I think you guys are. I think you guys will get some goals tomorrow. I just. I, I would just be concerned about back to. It's. It's tough to play back to back two back to back games in a row on the road. I mean, I know it's not as hard going to New York because New York is not really. A, it's I mean, not it's a road. Bad. It's a road game, but it's. You, you know what I mean. It's not. Yeah. It's not a. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not. You're not hopping on a plane. Right now, now you got to hop on a plane and cross the border to go to the Great White North and to Toronto. So, right, uh, right, and they they have rules that I think you have to go at night. Right, you have right. to be there in the morning. Right, something like that. Yeah, right, some, I mean, which is to me is ridiculous because why can't they just go in the morning and then uh, and then get to Canada by like one o'clock in the afternoon? What's the big deal? I know. I don't know. It might be a Canadian thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> possibly. But no, you're you're you are right though, Brad. I mean the Flyers can win this game if they can sustain offensive zone pressure, keep up with that strong forecheck, and like I said before, it's key, stay out of the box. Don't let yeah, the you're not facing Shisterkin tomorrow night. Rob. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're not right. facing him. Their their goaltending is not is not very good. Right. Okay. If you can get if your if your backup goalie can give them give them a good game, they probably have a very excellent chance of winning. Now the Rangers have a tough one on third, except it's on Thursday night. They're home, but they're playing Bruins, and the Bruins are obviously not going to be in a very happy mood when they're getting uh when they're getting demolished by the well. Now now they scored, so it's five three. But I mean, it's still they're they're playing a pretty a pretty a pretty good. They're going to lose tonight, so they're not going to be in a very happy mood. Now, if I stand correct, though, 
Um, I do believe that Sandstrom does not have a win on his record yet. Uh, I think he's been there for the Flyers' losses. Nope. So, you know what? Now's a good time than ever. Let's get this kid his first win. Let's do it, boys. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Just keep that power play off the ice, and I think they stand a good shot. <laughs> that is true, unfortunately. Yeah. Or at a minimum, at least. Keep, right. you know, keep, them, keep them the three power plays are under. Right. All right, gents. So final scores, and then we'll end this period. I'll go. I'll go three two flyers. Three two flyers. OT or regulation? Yeah, regulation. Regulation. All right then, Brad. How about you? Two one flyers in overtime. All right, back to back OTs, but this time the flyer get the win on this one. All right. Uh, for me, I will say three one flyers with an empty netter. All right then. And that will be tomorrow night. I think it's at seven. I believe is when the game goes live. So yeah, if the Flyers listen. If the Flyers play as well as they did tonight, and everybody plays well defensively, okay, you can beat that team. That team makes a lot of mistakes, and they their goal. Listen, I'm sorry, three goals a game is too many. No, you're right. That's that's not that's not good enough. Like you said, that that's catching uh, them at a good time. Right, catch yep. them they're not playing time. their best. Listen, they are not playing their best hockey. This is right. the time to play them. Right. I mean, you know, you know, you know. Eventually, yeah. like if you play them around Thanksgiving, they're going to be start getting on a roll at some point. The so, only thing get it over with. The only thing I want to see, though, if we win this game, I want to see someone throw their jersey out on the ice. When the Leafs lost to the Sharks, it happened. I'd love to see it happen for the Flyers. <laughs> that was great last year. <laughs> oh, my God. I will never let that one go. That was fucking hilarious when they lost to the Sharks. Someone took their jersey and threw it off the ice. Hey, we lost to the Sharks at overtime this year. At home. Right, <laughs> which that's that's the thing pleasant. about the NHL, you know, if a goalie stands on his head, right. there is no um, there there is no cure for facing a hot goalie. Nope, you are right. All right, gents. So that ends the set. That ends our second period. On to our third period. Brought to you by FanUp. Hey, listen, you want to make a little bit of side money? There's another way for you to do it, and that is to go to FanUp, which is the best way to enjoy fantasy sports. They are bringing out daily NFL contests and more. You can win great prizes. Sign up today. Use the promo code A2D for 5,000 bonus points versus a $50 value. Just go to FanUp.app and download it and uh, get yourself into the fantasy world. Win yourself some cash like, uh, like our boy Rob over here who always gets himself a nice pot every time fantasy season rolls around. Running hot right now. Running fucking hot. <laughs> Stack Tua with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle this weekend. That worked out famously. Uh, I did something I've never done before in DFS. That was start a quarterback and the defense going against them in a lineup, and it worked. <laughs> I started. I started Ellinger because he was only six thousand. Only wanting like ten to fifteen points out of him because he was so cheap and it could afford me Derek Henry, Derek Henry, and Tony Pollard, who were chalk um, that went you know basically paid off handsomely. But I played 
the Washington defense against them, figuring that if this kid Ellinger throws a pick, at least I can negate his negative points with the positive points that the defense was getting. And it worked. Well, that's actually that's actually pretty smart. Thank you. All right, then. Uh, by the way, Ranger Suarez is done for the day. Years. They brought in uh, Connor Brogdon to uh, finish off the game, well, to carry for the to the remaining innings. It's not a surprise. Suarez, I don't think, has pitched a complete inning since um, August 31st. He's been mostly out of, coming out of their bullpen. Or no, I mean, uh, sorry, September 31st. Hey, he so, held him down for five innings. What do you want out of life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gave him more. They got more than they banked on, for sure. Right. Yeah, that, that's... You get what I said at the bank? You <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I see yeah. what you did there, Rob. <laughs> well yeah. done. If you ever Figured need the Phillies a... fans would enjoy that joke, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, okay. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, if you ever need it. a good pun, always go to Rob. He'll always find one. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So let's see here. Uh Third period time around the league. Any major topics that you guys wanted to bring up before we uh, transition over to the shootout to finish off this episode? Real quick, in a, in less than a minute, Maddie. Three stars of the month of October. Connor McDavid, number one star, nine goals, 18 points. David Pasternak, number two star, 17 points, seven them being goals. And number third star, Artemi Panarin, 16 points, five goals, 11 assists in 10 games played uh for the calder trophy tracker those that have been paying the prop on maddie bernier to get that calder being the favorite not so fast shane pinto was named nhl's rookie of the month had a fabulous october and you know i mean don't get me wrong i mean you know, bernier still put up eight points in 10 games but oh, yeah so he's still having a good uh uh, uh campaign but uh Pinto, he's at a 42% shooting percentage. Is just ridiculous. He won't be able to sustain that. But he's been matching them virtually point for point. So should be an interesting race for the Calder between them two and even Dark Horse Cole Perfetti out of Winnipeg. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Keep your eyes on those teams. Keep your eyes on those young bucks. And, and, the, and, and Yeah. <laughs> at number three. Here is your new logo for the Pittsburgh Penguins for the Winter Classic. Man, that's look, marketing genius, isn't it? That looks like the. It, it kind of looks like the Pirates funny. logo. It sure does. <laughs> I was gonna say, what did they steal the Pirates logo? That's ridiculous. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you should because it's not like the Pirates have really been doing much recently. <laughs> I mean, I did see that famous play where. The uh, uh, was it the first baseman didn't touch the bag, so he didn't even get the out, and instead he threw it to home. And I think it was against the Cubs, and they were just telling the guys to go, and they were laughing their asses off in the freaking dugout, <laughs> which was pretty damn funny. I'm not gonna lie, it's like even I know you tagged the base on that one, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> And literally, like the Cubs were just like telling guys to go home, and one of them was laughing so hard he almost fell over the railing of the dugout onto the field because he was laughing so hard. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> so, gents, 
On to the shootout we go. Brought to you by the doc, Dr. Paul Vidal, over in specialized physical therapy. If you have any aches and pains, head to specializedphysicaltherapy.com. Let the doc and his staff take care of you in Burlington or Cherry Hill. You won't feel any aches and pains anymore if you got them. All right, then, gentlemen, on to our shootout. And we start off with favorite moment from the Rangers-Flyers rivalry. Rob, I know that you gave us a little sneak preview like you do. You love to tease. So now it's time to give us the whole thing. Go ahead, brother. What's your favorite moment? Game three, the 96-97 Eastern Conference Finals. You saw Gretzky. He scored a hat trick in game two, pacing the Rangers to a 5-4 win and tying that series at one. Then Lindros came out and opened the scoring in game three as well as setting that physical pace. And he went on to score a hat trick of his own, propelling the Flyers to a 6-3 win in game three of a series they would go on to win in five. Now, we all know what happened in the finals that year, but this was definitely a, a pass-the-torch moment that I think was uh, really special between, uh, uh, you know, opposing players, yes, but between two of the league's greats and Lindros and Gretzky. That wasn't my favorite moment, Rob. I know, I know. It wasn't that wasn't my favorite moment. What are you talking about, Brad? What do you mean that wasn't your favorite moment? Oh, I can tell you what my you? favorite it's moment like, What, are you a Rangers fan? Oh, yeah. I, I, may, I, I may have to actually duck when I tell you this, guys. But um, <laughs> my favorite moment was in 1987-88 when the mm. Rangers played the Flyers in the playoffs. Yeah. In the first round, the Rangers were under 500 and had no business even being in the playoffs. And the Flyers had well over 100 points that season. Uh, were, were, had just come off an incredibly impressive series against the Edmonton Oilers, one of the greatest teams in history, where they took right. a, one of the best teams in history and won and lost that series in seven. Yeah. And then the Rangers, I believe, they were trying to hang on to a uh, – a three to two lead against the Flyers in the third period, and Rick Tockett took a run at somebody I can't remember who it was. Okay, and he he did a number on somebody, one of their better players. I just can't remember at this time who it was. But George McPhee came in and beat the crap out of him right in the middle of center ice and gave him a bloody nose. And at that point, the Rangers hung on, won that game, and then they won the next game. I think one to nothing against Froze, who couldn't really stop anything in that series, and they uh, beat them in the uh, playoffs. Yeah, and I'm sure well, – yeah. I don't know if you're old enough to remember that, guys. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm definitely not, but I will tell you this right now. Um, history, you know, learning. Uh, that was one of the more infamous moments in Flyers history where okay, they so absolutely you do, you, failed you do, miserably you, in that are, Yeah, you are, you are familiar with that season. I remember Gene Hart crying – literally on channel 29 saying yeah. how this ranger team which had and quote unquote which has no business being in the playoffs has turned the flyer season into ashes didn't the yeah. rangers go on to win in the semis and in the division final that year too no that was 85 oh that was 85 okay because yeah, i know one of the rangers team went on a great run and they got stopped by uh, i think it was montreal oh montreal stopped Okay. Yeah, that was that was eighty five, eighty six. That was Van Beesbrook's rookie year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, except the only problem was he he played against Roy. 
Ah, yeah, that that would do it. Yeah, the Canadians, <laughs> the Canadians won the cup that year, so I mean they had nothing to be right. ashamed of there. Right. You know? they, just, they, they couldn't uh, score. They couldn't score on that guy. I mean, seriously, they they couldn't have scored on three on O's against Rouen in that series. That's how good he was. <laughs> All right, so for me, uh, my favorite moment uh, would definitely be, this is a funny moment just because, um, since it's not a playoff moment, but it's a moment where it will always be fair. Sean Avery, he muscled up to Hartnell. Hartnell said, okay, dropped him in two punches, and the Flyers won the game that night. I forget what the score was. I would think that 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 would happen to Sean Avery, yeah. Right, that was funny as hell, though, because of all the shit Avery talked and Hartnell's just like, okay, and just dropped him. I'm like, all right, that's beautiful. There, That yeah, is still beautiful to this day. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, you have to have a long line of people who did that to him. <laughs> if you remember, he, he basically was, when he, he annoyed every single player in the Western Conference for a few years, and then he came over to the Eastern Conference and everybody was beating the crap out of him in the Eastern Conference. It was pretty funny. Oh, but yeah. I will say this about Avery. He drew a hell of a lot of penalties, though. Yeah. He did. He yeah. did. Yeah, you I know, mean, when we... Tortorella got a hold of him, <laughs> he was gone by the beginning of December. <laughs> yeah. oh my Tortorella, God. Co- Tortorella couldn't stand him. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, funny. he actually yelled at him because, because after he scored a goal, he thought his ex- – his um, celebration was a little too much, and I saw him go over there, and he was like, get, he was like in his face yelling at him, and I, I'm figuring it was probably the celebration because he did kind of do pull a die a tie domi and ride the broom to the bench, which you know that that's not you don't do that that yeah. unless you want to get beat up you don't act that way you, you know you raise your you raise your stick and you celebrate a little bit but riding the broom is not. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, what's what was his name who scored that goal? And he did the broom right. I understand why he did it back in the day because I think that was a playoff game. So it's like, all right, okay, I can give you that one. But Ty Domi used oh, to do that. that Pavel Bure, yeah. Bure, thank yeah, you, Ty, thank well, you. Ty Domi is the one that started that stuff with riding the broom. Really? And, and, yeah, and he used to. And they, and nobody would do anything to him because. You know, most guys weren't, most guys were afra- afraid of him. Right. I mean, there were, I mean, other enforcers weren't afraid of him, but you know, normal players that just play the game because they're yeah, they good were, at no, hockey, no. They, they weren't going to, they it. weren't going to do it. No. <laughs> they were going to take a run at Domi. That would be no. suicide. Yeah, kind of like that stupid fan that jumped in the, in Philly, oh, who yeah, jumped was, in the penalty box with him. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. After yeah, getting was... the water sprayed on him and everything, it's like, boy, you would have thought he would have gotten the fucking hint. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that would be the wrong guy to do that. Right. Just so happened the board, the glass just had to give to at that moment, yeah. so he was able to get in. Thank yeah. God the refs got in there when they did. They saved that man's life. Yeah. They absolutely did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. anyway. Um, okay, continuing on, uh, finish this guy up. Player you hated the most, and obviously Flyers, Rangers-centric. Robbie, who'd you hate on the Rangers the most? Sean Avery. 
Okay, that's a that's a good one. That's an easy one to go on. I don't blame you. He was he was a piece of garbage. As I think someone said, he was a generational piece of garbage. Which he makes was, sense. He was an absolute piece of garbage. He's still a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Out of hockey, he out of hockey, he's been getting in trouble with the police because he rides his bicycle like a maniac. Oh my god! He ran somebody over with his bicycle. He's crazy. Oh my god! Jesus! Yeah, yeah he's Wait. still he's, he's still a, a, an, an idiot. Imagine being the cop doing that paperwork. But anyway, uh, the, uh, Brad, who did you hate the most on the Flyers? That's a tough one. I'm sure. You had so is. many deserving <laughs> candidates. I would say it, it's really between Schultz and Tockett. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tockett to me was – Ben Wilson was another one. Oh, yeah, because you told us that story about Ben Wilson. So. Um, well, they, this, the, when he when he cross checked Ray Rutzelenin in the face, right? Mean, yeah, like Ray Rutzelenin was five foot three inches. You know, right? Yeah, tiny. And, you know, he, yeah. I don't really hate Ben Wilson as much as I, I as Tockett and Schultz were just too much. I, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um. Yeah. So for good reason, as I said. I mean, I was right. even happy as much as I can't stand the Islanders. Seeing Clark Gillies beat the hell out of him in that one in that one in that well playoff game, Made I actually kind of enjoyed watching that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, well," get, get. I was like, "I'm watching it," and I'm, and both my father and I were watching it at the same time. And, and I was I was saying I was saying, "Oh, come on, kill him!" My father said, "Give him one for me." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. All right, so I will say for the t- player I hated the most on the Rangers. It is not a piece of garbage player. It's actually a great player, a player that I hated because he always had to have a great performance against us. Fucking Lundqvist. I hated facing Lundqvist because every fucking time, Lundqvist always had to have a game of his life. He did. He did play well against you guys. He did, man. He I, did. Yeah, I remember. You know, and it's not so much hatred as the sense of like I want to kill you. It's the hatred of. Anyone, if there's ever a Rangers fan, and I've never met a Rangers fan who ever complained about Lundqvist, because if you did, I would have wanted to smack the shit out of you. It's like, dude, after all the shit the Flyers have been through with goaltending, I would have murdered just to have two or three seasons of Lundqvist. So get the fuck out of here. You uh, are yeah, so, no, oh, so gifted with Lundqvist. It is not funny. Yeah. <laughs> Lundqvist, Lundqvist carried that team for 10 years. Right. <laughs> listen, at the end of his career, he wasn't very good. But you know what? They they that was that was their fault because their defense was so bad. Right. I mean, it's a shame that he couldn't win a Stanley Cup. I mean, I wouldn't really wanted him to have because it would have been with the Rangers. But in terms of taking the bias out of it, it is a shame because he was that fucking good. He really he was. was. <laughs> he was. See, I, I'll tell you what. I think Igor has a chance to be better. That's crazy to think about that. Like, he has a chance to be better. Holy shit! As far as the stick handling goes, you know, handling the puck, Igor's a lot better handling the puck yeah. for sure. So there you, you know, go. I mean, Lundquist, Lundquist, I think has has a quicker glove, uh, but Igor is definitely better on breakaways. Right. Lundquist, if you had a breakaway, you could always cut across the net and beat him from side to side. Yeah, sure. That was but, the one. That was his weakness gents, on breakaways. All right, gents. So one last one, hot take of the week. Robbie, take it away. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Vegas rookie netminder. Logan Thompson is my number one star for the month of October. I gave the, what the NHL put out there, but I'm picking a goaltender. I mean, thanks to his two shutouts, 169 goals against and a 943 save percentage, Vegas has the second best record in hockey, despite losing Robin Lanier for the year. Out of nowhere, Logan Thompson has been their saver. Now, if Vegas makes it back to the playoffs this season, the six foot four inch, two hundred pound monstrosity of a goaltender that is a twenty five year old, I believe, Logan Thompson. Uh, he's likely going to be the big reason why, because that was something we talked about, boys, being you know a big hurdle that the Vegas Golden Knights were going to have to climb uh, mm. it would be goaltending when they had right. the, the Lanier injury. Now you're getting solid goaltending and you got a good healthy team out in front. Maybe they can rise back to the level that they were playing before last season. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. And that would be huge for the Knights because they need it. Um, for hot take of the week for me, I will say the Flyers will they'll go into Toronto tomorrow, even though they're tired, even though they just had a great a tough performance against the Rangers. Sandstrom shuts out the Maple Leafs, shuts them all the fuck down, and the Flyers win in the shutout. That's what I'm gonna say right there. And there. <laughs> oh man, it went very it went optimistic. To- it went to, it went to a shutout. First it was three one with an empty netter. Now they're not even getting a goal. I like Hell that. yeah. Hell yeah. Toronto stays on that slump. Sandstrom gets his first win and it's a fucking shutout. That's you know, what I'm talking are, about. They are a lazy team. So <laughs> if they come true. out if they come out and they get and they're and they're playing lazy hockey, they're gonna be in for a big surprise. Oh yes, and a long night on top of it. All right. Brad, we, your hot take. Well, we all love seeing Toronto lose, that's for sure. I just love watching them continue to lose in the first round in the playoffs. The Rangers are starting to get onto a hot streak. They've won three in a row now. Mm. And uh, I I say that they are going to uh, extend the Bruins' losing streak after they finish losing tonight to two in a row in Madison Square Garden. All right, then. On Thursday night. All right. And uh, DG, thank you, man. Saying good content. That Rangers yeah. Flyers history. Cheers, guys. Cheers to you, DG. Take it easy, man. All right. So that'll do it for this edition of the Hockey Happy Hour. We thank everybody for joining us. And uh, next week, let me just double check here to my yep. trusty old calendar. See if Blues we will Flyers. Have... What'd you say there, Rob? Blues Blues Flyers next Tuesday night. Ah, yes, you are correct. Blues Flyers, that will be in Philadelphia. So the Flyers will have home ice against the Blues. However, though, the Blues are a team that really doesn't give a shit about those kind of things. They're the kind of team that likes to piss and shit all over your hopes and dreams. That's what the Blues like to do. So (laughs) it'll be interesting to see how the Flyers handle that. That's a tough team they're going to be going up against. Your old buddy uh, is coming back into town, right, Brady Shen? Uh, yeah, Braden Shen, former Flyer. Unfortunately, he only had the one great season with the Flyers. Ironically, with Craig Ruby, what a shock! He fit in perfectly when Craig Ruby got there to St. Louis. Hmm. So we'll see. We shall see how the Flyers handle the St. Louis Blues. And until then, guys, we thank everybody for joining us. One last 
shout out to Manscaped, but also one other thing too. Just want to pop this up here. If you want to become an A2D member, $9.99 a month. Perks, appearances on shows, $1.00 stream, shout outs, weekly sports picks from the Money Pop Podcast, Billy Vegas. And uh, like we said, brought to you by Manscaped, 20% off, plus free shipping with A2D. All right, guys, we will see you next week for the Flyers and the Blues. Until then, enjoy the fills, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace and love, everyone. Get well soon, Brian. See you next week, buddy. Get well soon, brother.